Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever this is. I hope you are having a great start, middle, or end of your day. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily process that has literally transformed my life over the past several years. And if you're new to the podcast, we just started uh, with the video pod. So if you happen to be looking in on video, welcome, welcome. This is a total, totally spontaneous um, process where I uh, go to several different sources and see what the word has for me today. Um, and literally, I take notes. So you're just getting a sneak a real preview into actually what I do. Drink a little coffee, spend the first time in the morning with God. So thank you for joining us. For those of you who are returning, I appreciate you. You know, keep on sharing this podcast with other people. We want to, over at Life Transformed, we want to help people go from isolation to community. All of those things. So let's get started. Hmm. Verse of the day. Got a great coffee this morning, too. It's a fortado that I made this morning. All right, here we go. Psalms 119.2. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. Mm. One thing I've come to know here this past year, I would say, is the power of the heart. And here it says, he, you know, who seek him with the whole heart. It's, it's what you allow in your heart. That's what I've learned. It comes out of your mouth, the actions you take, they're all heart issues. So depending on what you've let in your heart, your heart can be hardened. It can be cold. It can be bitter, all those things. So the way to change your heart, there's several ways to change your heart. The biggest thing is it, it isn't an overnight thing. It involves your environment, the people you spend time with, what you read, what you listen to. You're, you're changing the subconscious programming, um, new habits, all those sorts of things impact your heart. And your heart is so powerful more powerful than the brain. I know that's a controversial topic. We won't go into that today. But all these things are just fascinating when you start thinking about it. The power of your heart and how that can impact your whole life. And again, the beginning, blessed are those who keep his testimonies. And that's, you know, God. It's just there's so many stories in the Bible that, that talk about God's goodness, the fact that he's always there, that his word, you know, never leaves his mouth and comes back unfulfilled. So I think the more, the more I rest into that, the more I am in the word, just like we're doing this morning. The more I meditate on that, Jesus was the first meditator. 
I wouldn't say first, but he meditated on God, on God's word. Um, that's what we should do. <clears throat> so if we if we take, if I take, and when I read something like this, whole heart, it's there's nothing halfway about God. So making my note here. Seek him with with their whole heart. That's the key. And I'm a very black and white kind of person. It's like, if I know the word is true, which I believe it is, and if you don't, it's okay, but skepticism will keep you from God. Skepticism, I believe, is something from Satan something from this world that's that's not trusting and it's like oh i've got to be skeptical where is it i need science all that stuff fine go off and do that from the time it takes you to go off and do that i'm going to be resting in some truth i'm going to be acting on truth i'm going to be putting truth into my heart so you just it's time that you expend with skepticism in that time you'll never get back so i always tell people hey why not if if what the bible says is true maybe you don't believe it but what if it is true try it for an hour <laughs> for a day a few minutes just try to you know go go a time period read something that Jesus taught and go a time period and just say, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to act today and I'm going to believe today for the next hour that what he said was true. And I challenge you, do it. It's going to be so much fun for you. And you're going to start to feel the impact because it is truth. In my humble opinion, again, if, if you don't have that, opinion i understand i didn't have it for years and years and years for most of my life so my hope is through my testimony as this talked about testimony how uh, god literally transformed my life how jesus took all the weight off of my shoulders from the crazy crazy in this world I know it can happen for you too. So if you've got any weight on your shoulders, if you have anything that you're fearing, apprehensive about, and it's causing you to not function in an ideal way, if, you know, any of those things are happening, just know that there's hope. <laughs> there's a beautiful hope. There is a way out for you. So that's it. That's what I have to say on that one. All right. Let's go to one of the plans I'm doing. <clears throat> Move it over here so I can. Okay. One of the most stirring statements embedded in Ephesians 6 is the reminder that we have a gospel of peace. There we go. We have a gospel of peace. We have a gospel of peace. 
We were designed for peace. Jesus had to come and restore it for us because of sin, but we're designed for peace. All right, let's see what they say now. While spiritual warfare often comes in benign or somewhat minor forms, some people, as I explore in my book, Playing with Fire, experience more diabolical manifestations of evil. Regardless of the intensity, there is hope. What we know from Satan's description is that he ushers in the polar opposite of peace. Yes. Just what I was, see, this is how this works. Just what I was talking about a few minutes ago with the verse of the day. Coming back around in here. And that's when I know that God is speaking because it comes from two separately, two different sources. And it's given the same message. Isn't that beautiful? So Satan's description is that he ushers in the opposite of peace. And that is true. The opposite of peace. He does. You think about it. Like I was saying earlier, you know, if he distracts you away from God, if there's a weight on your shoulder, You know, that you just can't stop <laughs> ruminating about. There's something that in your life that you just, you know, you got to say, oh, I have to try to control this. I have to do something. I have to do something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We have a gospel of peace. All right, let's see what else he says here. And as we watch the news, which you shouldn't ever do, Again, my humble opinion, but I haven't watched the news in, I can't even tell you how many years. It's, it's been a long time. Guess what? Like the big stuff that happens, people tell me. And they're always amazed. I'm like, I didn't know that was going on. Because <laughs> it's true. But my life is better. And I'm able to show peace to others every single day because I'm not watching the news. I'm not letting that into my heart. Remember we talked about the verse of the day. I'm not letting that stuff into my heart. That's the key. You let it into your heart. Pretty soon it's coming out of your mouth. You know, I, I know people, I'm sure you do too, that politics is huge and they're just, that's all that comes out of them. It's because it's all they put in. They're watching the news. They're watching talk shows. They're listening to talk radio, all this stuff. And that's what comes out of them. So listen, pay attention to what's coming out of you. And then pay attention to what you're putting in and just look at the results it's getting. And if this is true, Satan ushers in the opposite of peace. If you don't have peace, what does that mean? That means Satan is having his way with you. I believe that 100%. Okay, let's go. And as we watch the news, look at social media, another culprit, and explore the world around us, it is clear that peace is far from what we are observing these days. Would you agree? I would agree. I don't think anybody walking this earth cannot agree with that statement. It is easy to lose heart and to let hopelessness overtake us. 
Okay, so here I would disagree. It's easy to lose heart. I believe so much in mindset. If you believe it's easy to lose heart, then it will be. If you believe that hopelessness is going to overtake you, then it will. But it's your belief. What do you believe? And you can change those beliefs. All right, here we go. But if we take the steps needed to put on the full armor of God, the Bible tells us that we can have peace in Christ, no matter what unfolds, a peace that surpasses all understanding. Philippians 4, 7 is the reference. Yes. Again, just what I talked about in the opening of this podcast, how Jesus coming into my life just took the weight off my shoulders, took everything off. It's all gone. I'm like, oh, so good. And it, you just ha- can't help but smile. Now, I, I often reflect back on that feeling that I had that August day. And it always puts a smile on my face. And as, as I've evolved over these years doing this every day, you have to set aside time to do this. If you want God to fully fill you up, if you want to be filled by the Spirit every day, filled to the brink so you can overflow into others, that's the key. You got to fill yourself up and then you can give to others from the overflow. Thank you, Les Brown. Love Les Brown. All right, Philippians 4, 7. And it does surpass all understanding. You can't try to figure it out intellectually. Remember we were talking about skepticism and all that? You can't. You can't do that. You just have to let all that go. The world teaches us it's about me and I've got to learn and I've got to do this and do that and take this class and do this thing and I've got to optimize my social media and I've got to do this. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Be careful. Be careful with all that stuff. All right. The power of God is to protect or the power of God to protect is greater than the power of Satan to pillage. Hank Hanegraaff told me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Just go with it. That is true. The power of the power of God to protect is greater than the power of Satan to pillage. So the emphasis on spiritual warfare is always on the provision that God has given to us to stand firm and after everything to stand, to stand against principalities and powers of darkness. So the key here he's talking about, it's never another person that you're angry with. Spiritual warfare is happening in the second heaven. That's where Satan is, and it's the mind for us. For you and me, it's our mind, it's our thoughts. That's where Satan's operating. And he will pit us against other humans. He will cause divisiveness. He will cause anything but peace. So if you're anxious, if you're hurrying around, if you're busy, all of that is Satan stuff. Every single bit of it. Think about it. In that state of mind, we know physiologically it's not healthy for us. But we justify it. Oh, well, you don't know what happened to me. Oh, but yeah, Robert, I get it. But 
You don't know my situation. Well, come on. Everybody deals with stuff. We've all dealt with stuff in our life. This isn't a comparison game to see, ooh, what stuff did you deal with? Ooh, I dealt with some deeper stuff than you did. Stop. That's what Satan wants us to do. Peace. We're designed for peace. Jesus came back to give us the peace. All right. I can get on a roll here, as you can see that. All right. As we discuss the importance of building a deeper faith, consider doing a self-assessment to see where you stand. I like this. What are weak spots in your life that need strengthening? Hmm. Weak spots in your life. And that's what I would do is, is, is look at where is fear popping up. I'm constantly doing that. And I've been working on it for so long that I can say it's rare that I have any fear at all. And if I even have an inkling of fear or anxiousness, I stop in the in my tracks and say, all right, where is this coming from? And I envision Jesus with his smile and his hands open saying, give it to me. Give me the burden, whatever it is. And I can quickly shift, quickly shift. For those of you who are into neuroscience, self-regulation, I think it's what it's called. I, you know, there are terms for it. We study stuff in the world and we put terms on it and we, you know, get degrees in it. And we call it, well, all this stuff is really getting back to God. You don't need another person to be peaceful. Not need. You may want. You may perceive, but you don't really need it. All you need is Jesus. All the other stuff, yeah, if it helps you get to Jesus and his and Jesus' peace, then that's fine. Go for it. But just know that the time that you are taking, investing in these other things, could have been time spent in peace. That's all I'm saying. And it's not to beat yourself up. It's the process. But time is short on this earth. And we've got work to do. We've got to go and make disciples. That's what God has called us to do. So when you're ready, if you're ready, come join us over at Life Transform because that's what we're here to do. I'll be doing it the rest of my life. Love it. All right, here we go. Where are the weak spots that need strengthening? How can you better embrace your faith the forces of evil are real and diabolical, and your response is key. Yeah. So what I've learned, what I would encourage you to do, if you're asking me for what I would encourage you to do, and I know you're not, because it's a podcast, I'm just going to say it anyway. So if you don't want my encouragement, then just tune out right now. Because I know, I, I unless somebody asks, I try not to give any advice or whatever. But I would say, as you're going through this process, if you're making any excuses, if you're justifying, if you're in victim mode at all, if you're blaming another person, a circumstance for your circumstance, that's where you need to start. That's where you can start. That's what I've done. And my man, oh man, I've grown so much over time using that mindset. So I encourage you to do it too. It's really powerful. All right. 
I'll leave you with the following scripture, which offers powerful insight. Here we go. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians 6, 16 to 17. Yes, the sword. Notice that is a powerful term, the sword. <laughs> the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Satan can't penetrate, can't penetrate the word of God. That scripture, Satan cannot penetrate it. So it's just like be obedient to that. Fill your mind with that. Fill your heart with what's in the word. And believe me, it'll start coming out of you. And the, the little tricks of Satan, the spiritual warfare that's going on. You've got the armor on now. You've got the shield of faith. And it will protect you. And it's so much greater than Satan and his little mealy tricks. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been Robert Bolden, Coffee and Christ, Life Transformed. We've got a challenge coming up. See, see the information in the, challenge, in the uh, show notes and sign up for our challenge. It's completely free. It's a purpose challenge. So you will emerge from there either with a fine-tuned purpose in your life or a brand new purpose in your life. If you're just going along right now without a purpose. All right, take care.